Yo, what's up, everybody? How we doing, man? It's your boy, Mikey. Can we keep it real podcast? People haven't heard my voice on this platform in a minute now. And first, I guess we can get into that a little bit. You know, contracts that I signed when I started this podcast to be a creator. You know, you don't, it's all new to podcasting. You know, you don't realize what you signed. But I signed a deal with, with a streaming platform. But basically, what I realized, you know, when you get the emails, I get so many emails, they get flooded, is that, you know, I basically gave them all rights to any content that I put out. Um, not that I'm some famous, famous person or, or some big celebrity, but you never know what could happen with certain content that, that that you get. It could get out there. I mean, I created this. This is my creation, and I'll be damned if someone else is going to profit off something that I am creating off my own. I'm not asking for anyone's help. I built this from nothing, from five five viewers five views up to over a hundred and something thousand views you know and I didn't really fall off I just don't want other people getting more of the pennies than I'm getting for the content that I am putting out so basically my contract should be up with that network soon um I'm not gonna air that network out for any reason because you know what they got lawyers that are bigger than me and really what can they take from me right but let's get into some Rhode Island Football, not football that's played on the field. Coaches moving around. A lot of coaches moving around. I said it, Sandy Gorham planning on retiring the end of this season. So the Barrington job will be coming available. The Mount Pleasant job. You know, you heard me talk with uh, on the Political Goat Podcast Network. You heard me talk about Coach Peter Quayway over there, Mount Pleasant High School, man. Give it up for Coach Peter Quayway. Um, this dude, the end of the season's coming along. They're in the playoffs by default. We all know it was a five-week season. And one thing I can say, the Interscholastic League did a very, very good job making sure that these games came down to winning percentage which confused a lot of people a lot of people didn't understand even coaches even the good coaches in this league which is very few very few of them even the good coaches in this league didn't understand how the winning percentage was working you know a lot of people didn't realize how Westerly having the first two games off due to coronavirus. They play their first game at home. Now they're 1-0. Barrington took off. They're 4-0 at this point. 3-0. Barrington in first. Westerly right there in second in their division. And a lot of people didn't realize how Westerly won more game. They're in the playoffs. And if they beat Barrington in that week 5 showdown at Barrington High School. Which should have been a Westerly High School home game. Somehow, R.A.D. at Westerly High School, man, you know, nice guy. I love Jamie, but he has no sack. He has no balls, don't know how to speak up. You know what I mean? Love the guy, love the guy. I'm just going to be transparent as anything on this episode today. We are going to be transparent, and we're going to air some shit out. Now, back to Mount Pleasant High School. Coach Peter Quayway, shout out to him. 
chose to let when the whole thing came down week five, right? It came down. There was a lot of BS going on with Bishop Hendrickson, LaSalle. Supposedly, one of the players from Bishop Hendrickson sent a letter to the Rhode Island Interscholastic League saying he had coronavirus. This is all rumors, all speculation. I don't know. But supposedly, a player leaked a letter to the league. And then at that point, the LaSalle-Bishop Hendrickson game was canceled. That's why the LaSalle-Bishop Hendrickson game was canceled. Look, all transparency here. I'm telling you as I know it. The game was canceled between Bishop Hendrickson and LaSalle High School. Look, I'll never air out a player's dirty laundry, right? But I'm going to be transparent as I can without throwing a player under the bus. So that game's canceled. Some went with the narrative that LaSalle and Bishop Hendrickson didn't want to play each other because they were running away from the seeding. They wanted the seeding to fall where it fell. Where LaSalle ends up playing Portsmouth, Hendrickson, and Kit, you know, and then they end up meeting, which is how it, it went down. But that's how the narrative played out. Nobody wanted to know that a player at one of our premier schools sent a letter to the Interscholastic League. Whether it happened or not, who knows? So now Bishop Hendrickson, LaSalle meet up. They meet up. The game's very, very close in the state championship. LaSalle comes out of the second quarter. Going into the, you know, going into halftime. They're up 16 to 14. LaSalle's threatening the score. A flag pushes LaSalle back. They go for it. They don't make it. Hendrickson breaks it up. Hendrickson comes out third quarter, and it's all pretty much downhill from there. Hendrickson just put on the gas. LaSalle ended up. Coming back with a touchdown made it 22-29 if my memory is not mistakenly. But then Hendrickson ran away with it. After that, the Journal Bulletin screws up like always. Mr. Week Ago, a.k.a. Eric Rubb, who be rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. But I did notice a lot of you fuckery coaches, man. A lot of you coaches out there, you kissed his ass when the season came to an end. Boy, Allstate. Allstate in Rhode Island has no merits. You ask a lot of college coaches that look at Rhode Island kids, and I got to say, it's only a few. I mean, yeah, there's kids going here, going there from Rhode Island, but they're not going to the games. There's probably one recruiter that I faithfully see at all the games, and I ain't even going to go into who he is. Everybody knows who he is. But colleges are not really looking... At Rhode Island. They're really not. So all the crazy things that are going on. The journal with the all-state coaches kissing Eric Rubb's ass. Which that is a big ass to kiss. All of a sudden. Oh, you've been great for football this year. Do you remember when Eric Rubb said the football community was crybabies? Was whiny little bitches? All transparency. I ain't holding no shots back. Eric knows I don't like him. Someone said you should drop this to the journal or you should drop I was like, that dude, the journal is never gonna go on anything that goes against the administration. They're never gonna air grievances out against the school, against the league. 
They'll air it out against a player or, or a coach. But they'll never go after an AD or an administration. They know where their gravy comes from. So that Allstate, that Allstate holds no merit. If you're a football player, you want to ball out, then you ball out. Whatever you do on that field, that's what holds merit. And a lot of problems we have, we see schools coming up and all their players that graduate, they don't let the young guys play. And let's not even go into coaches Let's not even go into coaches that have players on the team. You watched last season, Dwayne Miranda's administration in Westerly. You got players that have parents as coaches on the team. And they get the nod over other students. They get the nod over other players to begin to go in and have their games. To be able to get playing time. And then them players graduate and you wonder why the team is ass tivot in football. Because you don't give your younger guys a chance to play. Now the Division 2 game, St. Ray's was a D1 team. Barrington a D1 team. All these schools walked their ass into the Super Bowl. Every one of them. Coventry. I got audio on Coventry saying, we went down to win. That's why we went down. We're going to get to Coventry in a little bit, I promise you. But let me get through this first. Barrington, Sandy Gorm. Ain't no surprise, ain't no secret that this guy has been crying. D1, oh my God, D1, it's so tough. Tough, isn't it? We're spending $100,000 and we don't have a state title. Dude, 25 seniors on your team. I haven't seen a school out there with 25 seniors for a long time. I've been asking around. I don't even remember. I've been going over rosters. I can't find a team with a realistic roster with 25 players on their squad. Not one. Can't find a joint with 25 players on their team at all. So now them, them, blah, blah. them teams walked into the Division II Super Bowl. A lot of people were picking St. Ray's at that point. But Barrington has been going with the RPO option. They figured it out. They outcoached Coach Sasser over there at St. Ray's, you know. And, and they went with the third option. They made, what they did is they made... St. Ray's football program, they made them think instead of reacting. See, up until that point, reacting. The players are going to do this. The team's going to do this. Then you do that. When you're going to slow a team down and make them think, Barrington's already three steps ahead. They snap the ball. You're just, oh my God. You got to think now what you have to do. And that puts St. Ray's behind the eight ball big time. Barrington comes out. With that win. I mean St. Ray's didn't get it going. It was way too late. Game was over. The Division 1 team. Barrington Eagles won. The Division 2 state championships. Shout out to all you players on the field. That worked hard. This has nothing to do. With as hard as you have worked. Man this has to do with your administration. Whining. Like I could have picked a bunch of teams. To go to D2. SK. I would have picked them before I picked Barrington. Wasn't you in the playoffs last season? I think so. 
Central just, you know, yeah, they were in the Super Bowl this year, but Central was kind of slack in the last couple of seasons. Moses Brown moved down. You could scratch them out. And then you start the power four. E.G. Barville, because people were putting up a stink. You know, them are small teams. But did they play any D1, really D1 schools? Yeah, they did. And what happened? They got smashed. All right. Coventry High School, man. You people... You people over there in Coventry, man. What is on your mind? First, Chucky Jones, man. Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. You're doing the same thing this season that you did when Stanley Dunbar took over the program, right? You people, man. Stanley Dunbar leaves. He sees the writing on the wall. He came into an administration. You selling them out. He came into a football program. The administration selling out. So Stanley Dunbar seen the writing on the wall. So when the Westerly job came available. And trust me. I know more than you think I know. I know more than you think I know. When... The Westerly job came available. Stanley Dunbar couldn't write his resignation fast enough. Stanley Dunbar seen the job. Reached out. Talked to a few people. This is all facts. Talked to people about what the Westerly job was going to entail. Yo, he ran for that job. He didn't want to leave his kids behind. Shout out Willie Turner. Stud. Jake Ward. Stud. Carnavale, Stud, Caponero, Nick, a running back like Nick. He didn't want to leave them guys behind. No. But he knew Stanley Dunbar got to worry about Stanley Dunbar. And Stanley Dunbar went south to Westerly High School. And he's probably in a better position. Even though Westerly School Committee is kind of tough to deal with. But not as tough as Coventry is. Coventry, you win that game. I watched this principal, Brooke Maycumber, Cucumber, Brooke Cucumber. We'll call it Cucumber. Brooke Cucumber. I watched him walk out onto the field, not go up to one Coventry coach. That's right. He didn't go up to one Coventry coach and say, good luck, congratulations. You know what I mean? Let's go, boys. No. What this weasel did That's right, the weasel. Coventry High School. Principal Brooke Cucumber. It's really Maycumber, whatever it is. Cucumber. You are a weasel. The celebration, you walk down on the field. For your pitches. You walk by everybody. Did you shake anyone's hand? And there's a lot of film out there. That was the championship game. People were videotaping it. Did you shake anybody's hand during that? So you got to let me know. Did you go and see anybody? Did you shake anyone's hand? No, you didn't. You walked by everybody. You took your precious little pitches and you bounced. You bounced. What you guys did to this coaching staff. 
is horrible. And it's a padding. It's the same thing you did before Dunbar's administration came in. You want to go, you tell on the news that night, you want to go in a different direction? Coventry administration, this is for you. What's wrong with the winning direction? Coventry's finally putting up numbers. They finally win a state title. No matter even if they had to go backwards to win it. Coventry puts up a state title. This is what you wanted, right? Last year you threatened uh, no football. This year you threatened no football. They win a state title and what do you do? You fire them. You fired the whole coaching staff. And you all, not only you fire them, you tell them, yo, check this, pimp game. Coventry administration told their coaching staff, you don't hand in a letter of resignation, you don't get paid. That's right, you don't hand in a letter of resignation, you don't get paid. And the new administration, I mean, you got some ballers over there. You got number 10, Santilli. He's a junior still. You got Jake Ward, another stud right there. Nick Caponero, a running back, total beast. And then you got the number 20, the running back, the number, um, the, um, Carnivale kid, number 29. So whoever comes in there as the new coaching staff, they better know that this same shit is going to happen to them. They're going to ask for their resignation papers. How do you win a Super Bowl and you tell these coaches, resign if you want to get paid. I need a letter of resignation if you want to get paid. Coventry coaching staff, don't give them no letter of resignation. Are you resigning or are you getting fired? You're getting fired. Don't give them the benefit of the doubt so they can say you walked away from their program as well. Look, from the principal down. Now, one of Coventry High School's administration ever said good luck, good game, congratulations, anything from the first game right through the on-field celebration. Not one, not one word. And don't make me drop the footage of this. The principal comes on the field to what? To take pitches? Cucumber? Mr. Cucumber? Mr. Cucumber comes on the field, or Mrs. Cucumber, Brooke, Matt Cumber, whatever the name is. The principal comes on the field to take pitches and turns around and walks away. I mean, Coventry was such a bad school before this staff got there, minus Stanley Dunbar. There was so few wins that going down to D3 might have been justified. They didn't take the turnaround in consideration, though, right? The good thing, it helped Coventry get their numbers back up. They had very little debt. The administration should be ashamed of themselves asking these, this staff, the whole staff, to turn in their resignation. Exactly talk about keeping it real. The AD wants someone else. You've been working hard. Like, D, what's the matter? You want to go another direction, Coventry? Yeah, what's wrong with the winning direction? You win a Super Bowl, they want to fire your ass. You lose games, you'll stick around the Coventry way. 
Look how bad their fire their fire system was all screwed up. The fire department. Like this is the Coventry way. I mean, from the principal down, no one wishes the players good game, good luck. Yo, jackass of the day, Coventry High School administration, Chuck Jones, to the principal, to the school committee. Use are all suckers. What's wrong with the winning direction, Coventry? What's wrong with it? It's your boy, Mikey, man. We'll definitely talk more on this. Good luck going forward. Good luck to all the players I met on Coventry, man. You guys earned that Super Bowl. But the new administration, whoever's going to take over that Coventry job, just know, if you win, you will be asked to turn in your resignation papers.